0: Spartans! Welcome to Spartan Stadium. I am Mrs. Kidd, Principal of Minico High School. We are committed, we are dedicated, and we are innovative. We are Spartan strong. This week, we are featuring a teacher from our history department who also happens to be our Minico Teacher of the Year. Congratulations, Ms. Bear, for being chosen by your colleagues as our Teacher of the Year. Can you
1: tell us a few things about yourself? Like, how long have you been teaching? Um, I've been teaching for seven years now at Minico High School, and it's been such an adventure. Every day is an adventure here.
0: What made you choose to major in history and become a history teacher?
1: Um, going back to when I was like a really small child, I've always wanted to be a teacher. My grandma was a teacher, and she actually taught at West Minico for many, many years. And as I was going through school, like I always knew I wanted to be a teacher. And But I had some incredible teachers like Mr. Bailey, um, Jim Miller, and a few others that really like made me fall in love with history. And so I knew that's what I wanted to do.
0: All right. That's awesome because you are definitely one of our... One of our best history teachers here, and, and I know the students really enjoy your class. And I know that they also are able to um, get some college credits for your class. How, how did you make that possible for students?
1: Um, working together with Brooke Claridge, uh, when Mr. Bailey retired, they needed somebody to f- step into his shoes. And it's impossible to step into Doug Bailey's shoes <laughs> ever. Uh, but working with her and working with CSI, they looked at everything and they're like, okay, you can do it. And so it's been really fun. It's given me an opportunity to try to get these kids ready for college, to go on to the next level, but also being like, okay, you're in a safe environment. Like, okay, you messed up this time. Next time you can't mess up. And so it's been great.
0: Hey, awesome. Well, we are really glad that you provide that opportunity for our students along with several of our other um, dual credit courses Um, As you just said, sometimes high school kids can be a little challenging. What is the best part of teaching high school students?
1: Their personalities. They get me every time. Because they're beginning to form ideas. And so they're like, okay, I, I feel about this this way. And... Like they give their own opinions and sometimes they're really nervous about it because they're like, okay, what are people going to think if I think like this? And then when they get validated by their peers, they're like more and more confident. And I love that. I just love their personalities because I get all sorts in my classroom and every day it's kind of like some people are not happy with other people's personalities. And I'm like, we just got to work with all different kinds of people coming from all different backgrounds and... So they're learning to be more tolerant of each other, which I think is amazing.
0: Yeah, that is that is amazing. And high school mm-hmm. students definitely definitely are a fun age group to work with. Um, over the past couple of years, you have involved your students in traveling to historical settings. Tell us how you got started with
1: that. Um, actually, I got a little uh, flyer in the mail um, from EF Tours, which is the – program I've been going through and it was about the 75th anniversary of D-Day and I'm like I really really want to go on this like I didn't care about students I wanted to go on this and so I contacted the company and like okay what do I need to do and they got me really really excited about all this and so then I began advertising just to see if anybody else wanted to do it and I got eight kids uh, for that trip to go to Normandy for the 75th anniversary of D Day and just watching them be away from our little community and to experience the broader world was incredible. They, um, some of my kids that spoke Spanish when we were in France, like they'd be like turning around and they're like, "Wait, oh, that's not that's not Spanish, that's French." And so they're like, "Okay, I can kind of understand some things and not," and it just made them like see the world. And that's not an opportunity a lot of people get. And it was, it was such a journey.
0: I know the students have time to save up money, you know, to, to try and work to get the funds to pay for their trips. Mm -hmm. And so I know it really means a lot to them that you offer that opportunity to them. Because like you said, some of these students really don't ever have that opportunity. So Mm -hmm. this provides them, you know, with a chance to go and see another part of the world or experience some of that um, culture and history from other areas.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I know you've shared with me a little bit about the beaches of Normandy and how you felt about participating in the 75th anniversary. How, How do you think that impacted your students?
1: Um, I've actually ran into a few of them, a few of the ones that have graduated and have gone on. And I was talking to um, Mackenzie, and she uh, loved it. She's like, I I see veterans differently, is what she said. And I, I feel like that's one of the most important things, if you see people in a different light, because... Being removed and we just talking about the things in class, I try to bring in elements to make it more real to them. But for them, actually meeting and listening to these uh, veterans talk about their stories and as they were one of the last ones that are still alive, they they all told me, they're like, it felt real. They're like, I cannot look at this the same way. And I think that's important for everybody is to look at things different through different eyes.
0: Now, I've had the privilege to be in your classroom when you talk about D-Day and you teach your students about D-Day and you really do bring some elements into into your lessons that, that, you know, try to teach students on a more real level. But I can't imagine, you know, ever standing on the beaches of Normandy without it being life-changing because, you know, it had a great impact on our country and, you know, our soldiers and families. And, you know, it's kind of... Uh, It's one of those things that kind of trickles down into a lot of different areas. All right. Last summer, you were scheduled to take a trip with students, but we had a little interruption called COVID. What plans do you have um, in place to go? Is Um, it still scheduled?
1: We moved it to the summer of 2022 just so that things may be more back to normal, Um, just so the kids can actually really, truly enjoy it looking at like the travel restrictions that are still in place for a lot of countries this summer, it would have been a lot of hassle. And I think a lot of the kids just wouldn't have had all that fun, especially like they could do spot checks and stuff on us. And if any one of us were showing any kind of symptoms, we would all be in quarantine for two weeks in a foreign country, far, far from home. And I'm just like, that's not really what I wanted to do this summer, and so just pushing it off to 2022. Um, a few of my students have opted out to go um, because they're going on to college; they're going to do other things. And the company's been really good to work with. They're giving them travel vouchers that, if they want to go on a different tour anytime, they can use it, or giving them their refunds back.
0: Yeah, I think I think most companies have been pretty accommodating with that. Um, Where is this trip? Where
1: are you planning to go? All right. So this trip, we're going to go to uh, the French Riviera, the Mediterranean coast of Europe. So we're going to fly into Italy and then go over to France, go down uh, to Monte Carlo. Um, Then we'll move on over into uh, Spain, go to Barcelona and Madrid. So we'll see a lot of different cultures, a lot of different history too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, how can students that maybe want to get involved in this for the summer of 22, how can they get involved?
1: Um, they can contact me. Um, I am working with setting up with a company, maybe another, like, recruiting um, meeting. I'm thinking maybe April or... Get so students involved yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah, if they want to go. Or just a simple email to kbear at org, and I'll be able to respond.
0: Okay, so that her email is K capital B-A-I-R at Schools.org. If you're interested, that might be something that you want to email her about and she can get you some more information. But um, again, that will be the summer of 2022 and the French Riviera Riviera, and the um, history that comes with that sounds pretty intriguing to me. We really appreciate Miss Bear for joining us today. We are fortunate to have her at Minico High School. She is a key member of our Spartan Strong team. Uh, she does a lot outside of school time to help us. She keeps books at basketball games and, and does other things to support not only our programs but our students. So, again, if you're interested in attending the trip that she has planned, uh, contact her here at Minco High School, and she'll be glad to answer any questions for for you. All right, join us next week as we discuss the implementation of a four-day week at Minico High School. Thanks. Have a great day.